not intoxicated could not explain his nudity. You Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Austin, Texas. Podcast hosted by Bruce and Steve. It's sort of on their brand. Yeah, it's very on brand. But <laughs> <sighs> we, we thank them for the use of their platform in any event. Um, so, how's tricks? Yeah, these tricks. Tricks is tricks. Tricks is tricks. We <laughs> had to go to a dance uh, competition this past weekend which uh, they can be very long and arduous affairs. Right. You know, because typical dance number lasts about, uh, I don't know, two and a half minutes. And uh, so you go and you're like, oh, well, let's go early because we want to see the other girls from the studio dance. And you're like there for two or three hours and, uh, you know, boom, and it's over and then you're like jesus i i i've lost a whole day and i i've seen you know 15 minutes of my daughter do her thing and anyway i remember when my sister used to twirl baton when i was a kid and that was just brutal like just yeah hours of trying to entertain myself in whichever auditorium or high school gym we happened to be in uh for the like (laughs) two minutes she was doing whatever she was doing yeah, well, we we uh we took the uh, paramour boyfriend whatever oh with us because you know I was like, are you sure you want to do this? He's like, well, I go, I'm her dad, and I I sometimes no, you know. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're standing there, and one of the other dancers comes up. She goes, oh, the boyfriend, and I was like, no, Morgan, we're just friends. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i just remembered to cue up the sound effects uh, that was a good timing though but yeah so she's like what and then another one came up she goes oh you must be the boyfriend and again i was like god again just friends just two dudes hanging out and finally How one of the, the parents comes over. the just friend take that <laughs> first time caught him off guard too second time he kind of chuckled Third time was a parent. It's like, oh, you're you must be the boyfriend. I was like, wow, what is it with you people? Can't two dudes just stand here talking? He's just a friend. <laughs> it's not a Kevin Spacey situation. <laughs> and he goes, what? How, no, wait, what? <laughs> uh, well, um, I, I know some of the things we're going to talk about, but I, I wanted to tell you. I think at some point during the show, I'm going to call Connor live. <laughs> for our update he doesn't know i'm calling <laughs> so we'll just dial out and uh, see if we can get him on the phone fun 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 so then i can never tell him when we're recording because then he'll be expecting it um <laughs> <laughs> wait what <laughs> he was a good sport he I, was, he was. I admire he- his efforts to get his batman review out despite our best efforts to keep it in. <laughs> he, uh, he hung in. I was impressed. I really was. He, he, he took his, he took his lumps. He stayed in there. Yeah. He, he kind of, by the end, I thought was on, on board with the program such as it were. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe the summer when he's home for, 
for summer break. Maybe we can have him on some. I don't know. We'll see. I don't want to get his fine. hopes up. Um, <laughs> make him make him call in from his room. <laughs> guys are a bunch of dicks. There's no way to talk to your dad. I still have control of the board, son. Um, oh, <laughs> uh, so. Do we want to jump right into today's uh, subject du jour? I know you're loaded for bear. I, you know, I, I've spent too much time on the old interwebs. Uh, what the shit? How did my sprint bill go down to 40? But I'm looking at the wrong side. I gotta be. It's supposed to be. What the hell? Oh, there we go. 190. There we go. There That's we go. more in line with what it should be. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, I got a bunch of phones on there. How is it only 40 bucks? <laughs> it's the burner phones, man. They get you every time. I don't know what those are. Check the call logs. Oh, what, I don't know what those are. <laughs> <laughs> burner logs don't show up in call logs. That's why I you know. Get them. I know. I've no, watched enough. That's not how technology works, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched enough movies. <laughs> All right, so maybe we should just dive in i think so so we have talked a lot in the two plus years we've been doing this about (laughs) moon knight for whatever reason i don't know how he became our spirit animal but he did we've talked a lot about the character we've talked a lot about the comics we've talked a lot about the impending television program and it's no longer impending it's now upon us so we've all prayers answered (laughs) hail conshu um we have both watched it. I believe you've watched it twice. I've only watched it once. Um, but let's dive into Moon Knight. So this could be an hour of Moonlight talk. I don't know what it's going to be, but we'll see. Go for it, man. You're up first. Oh, no, I was going to say, yeah, I watched it twice. The first time I got up early, watched it before I went to work. Not sure I caught everything. So like two nights later, I watched it all again. <laughs> <laughs> when you weren't asleep? No, yeah. So actually... Uh, so, you know, my favorite is you go online and everybody's like, it's the best Marvel series ever. And you're like, it's been one show, right? One show out of six. There's five episodes for things to go horribly wrong. And if there's one Look thing we know, so, I was gonna say, if there's one thing we know about these shows, they don't need five episodes to go wrong. Give them about an episode and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and they can very, very quickly go off the rails. And all of a sudden you're like, why am I watching this long, drawn-out dissertation on time travel while Loki tries to fuck himself? <laughs> <laughs> and that's with established characters. <laughs> Well-established characters. So let's go with this. True to form, it's, <laughs> it's midnight in another series, and they have completely scrambled the narrative. <laughs> Yeah, I thought the same thing. I'm like, okay, so we are just going to like just pick and choose pieces. Okay, all right, let's go with that. I see your evil game afoot. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I think, I think uh, we've talked about the about names, right? But <laughs> the ones they used, I think they've scrapped Jake. Unless they use him later. They could use uh, him later. We got five more episodes. That's yeah. right. I'm, I, he could be like, you know, driving off at the end of episode six in the traffic yeah where to <laughs> mr knight and then his eyes flash white and boom or something i don't know i don't so so all right so episode one oscar isaac is 
Richard Grant, Stephen Grant. Who's Richard Grant? <laughs> Richard Grant's <laughs> old Loki. Never mind. Stephen Grant. I'm confusing myself already. See, this is what happens when you talk about Moon Knight. Um, Stephen Grant. Stephen Not Grant. the Stephen Grant we know from the comics. Which, as I've had pointed out to me multiple times by people on the internet who, you know, are probably only been there for like his last three series and not the five or ten beforehand. <laughs> you know, oh, well, they did make him a rich dude, so he wouldn't be a parallel to Batman. And it's like, dude, they got so much going on. Make him rich. It ain't going to matter. Make him rich. Make Mark the butler give them a robin there's enough crazy there that you're going to be able to tell the difference and the suit's white and the suit's white yes that's the <laughs> biggest difference or and we'll talk about this later silver and jet oh yes oh not unlike a thing of iron <laughs> right we're gonna get there we're gonna get there don't you worry uh, uh, all right yeah anyway. I, did, I did the same dive you did so we'll have some fun with that so, so <laughs> All right, so Stephen Grant, not a rich guy. He's, no, he's not uh, even suave. <laughs> not even close. Living in a in a uh, dive loft shack <laughs> somewhere in London for reasons that are never explained. With a really, really iffy English accent. <laughs> and an which, iffy goldfish. <laughs> and an iffy goldfish <laughs> that magically regenerates. Uh, uh, it's Wolverine. It's Wolverine, the Wolverine of Goldfish. Um, and he it's worked the in a gift shop. What it does. <laughs> Swim sideways. Um, and so he's working at a gift shop at some British museum that specializes, I think, in Egyptian artifacts. Because you got to get at least just the- running a show on Egyptian artifacts. Right. right. Like the King Tut exhibit uh, made famous by Steve Martin. Um, <laughs> another famous Steve in a museum. <laughs> Uh, so take it away while I try something here. No, so anyway, so Stephen Grant, who is not, as we have said, a rich guy, not particularly suave, working in the um, museum gift shop, a little nebbish, if that's the uh, way we want to go. That's an appropriate but, use of that, yes. Yes, but apparently pl- prone to blackouts and massive amounts of missing time. Um, and so we see him making all of his preparation. Again, let's do this. Spoilers. When we do the spoilers. Uh, yeah, when we do the spoilers, we always assume that somebody's already seen the thing. So Yes, you know. we, that's true. So spoilers, we're going to talk about this in depth. And probably, as if you've seen it as well. Because <laughs> we're going to probably beat this to death. So if you haven't watched it, come back later after you have. I'm, so I'm anyway, nebbish, give, me a little, nebbish, give me a little background music. Hang on. Okay. You're fine. You're fine. All right. All right. So anyway, a little nebbish guy working in a gift shop, not rich, not suave, uh, not, you know, banging a fabulous Stockholm syndrome victim in Marlene, which <laughs> that is beautiful. At some point, someone should really uh, address that. But uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you might have killed my dad, or you worked for the guy who did kill my dad. I love you. I'm moving in, and I'm going to run your affairs. <laughs> Jesus, Doug, do you have issues? Anyway, <laughs> we'll get into that. So anyway, has all these little time loops, time jumps, doesn't know what's going on. To see, to see the, the boy, boy king. king. <laughs> How'd you get so funky? 
<laughs> Sorry. I just like we were talking about Egyptian exhibits and I had to. All right. I realized that I can play my phone through the board. So we're in for a whole world of trouble. Go ahead. So, so here's what's going to happen is that somebody is going to be like going midnight review because I assume we'll tag it like that yeah. and go, oh, podcast. Let's see what they say. And then they'll see two old guys dancing at King Tut and going, that is not what I expected at all. <laughs> I needed somebody to tell me it was the best Disney Plus series ever, uh, which maybe I don't know. I will it's tell. One episode. I think so yeah, Nebish gift shop clerk uh, prone to blackouts. Meanwhile, Ethan Hawke is somewhere in Walking on Glass, like he's Annie Lennox. Thank you. Yes, because <laughs> <laughs> that song went through my mind. Walking on. Pro- anyway. Yeah. I don't want to say, okay, they're going to make a big deal about Spectre being Jewish. Okay, the dude just did the whole Jewish wedding toast thing. <laughs> Took the glass, smashed the glass. I mean, let's be honest. This thing is going to be a Judeo-Christian Egyptian nightmare before it's all over. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of conflicting mythology. My favorite part, again, spending online with the being online with the people. I can't believe they're going woke and making him Jewish. It's like he's a Jew in the comic. <laughs> For a long, it's well established. (laughs) Yes. Um, I believe, if I remember from my reading, his father, in fact, was a rabbi. Yes, he was. Uh, And maybe in part responsible for being him a nut job. But uh, (laughs) yeah. So anyway, yeah, Ethan Hawke is in it. He's going to be apparently the bad guy or one of the bad guys. Um, and he walks around like suggested he looked a lot like Cornelius from uh, Planet of the Apes with that haircut. I uh, <laughs> which I didn't get, but I thought it was funny nonetheless. Um, anyway, <laughs> in fact, oh, said, a human can talk. <laughs> uh, he sent a photo the other day. Who wore it better? Oh my god. It's close, man. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> That'll be the big showdown. So, puff his cheeks out. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, Just tell me if the show is you any know good. what? He was kind of dressed like one of the apes. Well, and then with the broken the, glass. With the tunic and the hirachis. I mean, he kind of looks a little like the little Zayas, little Dr. I, Zayas. I would have gone more Zayas than I would have Cornelius, but yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't understand the politics, Cornelius. Anyway, <laughs> I am the lawgiver, Conshu. <laughs> See, knowing all these things and being able to put them together, it's what makes us dangerous. Um, yeah. Like I said, the guy is just going to be like, you know. But yeah, I, I, you know, you, why they make him Jewish? Why do they have to be so woke? It's like, really? A Jew is not really woke. <laughs> Had he been like a transgender Jew, a maybe transgender more woke. Muslim. Very woke, right vegan. there. Transgender vegan, vegan Muslim. I do like this. Okay, I do like the scene. So he has the blackouts, and there's a right. great scene where he blows off a date with a super hot mama, mm-hmm. not named Marlene, not a Stockholm syndrome victim, but not his uh, type at all. Not his type at all. No. <laughs> And he goes to order a steak as a vegan. And what do you want? Bring me a steak, uh, a good one. <laughs> How do you want it cooked? Well, you know, <laughs> very good. good. Yeah. Very good. Yes. So, um, so even though 
it's not like the books and yeah maybe they did it to avoid the batman or maybe they did it to really highlight the different personalities i think it's going to tie into how they do a mr knight as as opposed to you know mooney that yeah. you know that Stephen Grant will do the more uptight Mr. Knight in the suit. Mark Spector will be the more edgy, let's just beat the crap out of everyone kind of a thing. All speculation. We don't know. No spoilers I think it's, That's solid. I think that's a solid, that's, that's a good that's a theory. solid guess. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Mr. Mr. Knight is not, not Ted Knight, sadly, but uh, one of his <laughs> costume iterations oh, where he wears... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I didn't want to send him to the gas chamber, but I felt I owed it to them. (laughs) That would be hilarious. (laughs) I'm envisioning that. Jim J. Bullock is Frenchy. Um, And he's wearing, he's like a different college professor's uh, college uh, sweatshirt. Xavier Institute. (laughs) Hellfire Club. Exactly. That would be a Massachusetts Academy. That would be a show. (laughs) Sadly, he's dead. Um, But yeah, Ted Knight as Moon Knight. I'm, I think I'm down for that. Just as Mister Knight, I think he can pull off the rest of it. (sighs) But I, I do like the scenes where he kind of blacks up and kind of comes to and everything. You know, all the bad guys are attacked. Yeah, it's all jumpy. He comes back and like all the guys are dead. He, I particularly like the one where he kind of zones out, comes back, and he's driving the cupcake truck backwards. Yes, that was the best one. That was <laughs> down the mountain, down the mountain, not just in traffic, but down the mountain, in a two-lane mountain road. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very well done so far. I like that piece a lot. I, I like that it sets up sort of the schism in his uh, in his personalities that they're going to have to develop quickly. Um, yes. Also, isn't it F. Murray Abraham the voice of Conchu? Um, I digged it on paper. I, I I can't say that I'm a fan of it uh, in the show, just because the dialogue is so um, modern. Oh, yeah, good. the idiots that, in charge. Yeah, that part <laughs> bothered me. Um, I don't I don't hate it in concept. The what the execution is lacking so far. Yeah. yeah, if he'd said the weaker one is in charge, the weakling or the, the yeah something you know. that didn't sound like it was jake lockley exactly. the cab driver yeah <laughs> maybe 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 but anyway so yeah that was like i said i liked it in paper wasn't a fan of, of the actual execution because the dialogue wasn't great right um but i i gotta say you watch the whole thing you kind of are feeling for specter or not specter for, for grant because he clearly has no idea what's going on <laughs> And then, of course, at the end, we finally get to see Moon Knight doing his Moon Knight thing as he's beating the hell out of not werewolf by night, but <laughs> might as well be. Well, when his symbiote costume came out of nowhere. Not a fan of the symbiote costume. Yeah. But considering it was made to look like mummy rags, uh, not exactly sure you could change into that easily. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> I got to tape up here, boys. What are you doing there? Putting on the foil. Once I got to get some gauze around my cock. Hold on. Uh. <laughs> okay. We're ready to. Oh, the fight's over? Great. Well, out of this. <laughs> Guess I'm going to go drive a cab now. 
All right. So let's explain that away. Okay. What were your thoughts? I, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm I, not sure how the, go ahead. Let's finish. Not sure how the, I'm not sure how the choices are going to pan out and we'll have to wait and see, which is I, fine. Yeah. It's one episode, as you said. I mean, and I'm, I'm kind of in the same spot you are. I, I binged on, we'll get to this in just a minute, but I binged like a lot of the old Moon Knight material before the show. So I was kind of, you know, up to the top of my bald head with Moon Knight, <laughs> which probably was a tactical mistake, but it was so different than any of that stuff that I had just read that it was good to me. I mean, and I want, I want to like it. And so far <laughs> I do. They got a, just knowing what I know, they got a long road in front of them to make it work. Mm-hmm. And I'm that's hopeful. Hard. I'm mm-hmm. hopeful. I am too. And that's the hard part is when you know all the, I mean, and I was trying to explain this to somebody, to Frank at work. I was like, here's the problem. I've got to divorce. I mean, the comic book character is 50 years old. Uh, yeah, I realized that as I was reading it. And uh, so you've got to kind of basically, and, and every writer has seemed to have just keyed off on some different aspect. Some of it they build on, some of it they just like ignore everything else. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, so you've got to be able to kind of turn that off when you're watching the show. And that's not always easy to do. Yeah. Um, I, um, I had a thought, sorry. And I went right away. I think that's part of the, I know what my thought was. Sorry. Uh, it's the same problem I had with the new 52 when DC did that. Oh yeah. It yeah, was, yeah. we're going to pretend you don't know anything about <laughs> the continuity of this company. And we're going to need you to be involved in this charade so that any of this shit makes sense. Because I remember reading the first issue of that justice league and I was like, Oh, it's a boom tube. Oh, that means it's a mother box. That means, but like, they're like, the, the like why, why is it going boom? Why, why, <laughs> what is the magic box? I'm like, no, no, just because you can't write continuity. I don't have to forget it exists. So anyway, there was unless you're Green that, Lantern, who somehow or another got spared all of the 52 <laughs> and, and just rolled right out. Yeah, if, exactly. if you're one of the guys in charge of the initiative, your character can continue right along. Um, but that's yeah, that's always been the shortfall of Moon Knight as an ongoing character was the lack of continuity or um, consistency across different writers, even different writers in the same run i mean some of them were recent runs somebody would run out of steam after one arc somebody else would pick it up and it would be wait hold on we ended at point a and now you're at point q and there's no explanation for how we got there um yeah and then the whole jason aaron avengers fiasco which oh uh, it's just like I, i i just was reading through it going this is like the worst fan fiction ever his run on the Avengers has been hit or miss. I've enjoyed some of it. Um, some of it, like the age of Khonshu was a, just a swing and a miss. He did one because I just finished reading the most recent collection earlier this week, a uh, world war She-Hulk. Cause you know, let's rehash another idea. Well, um, we got to get him set up for the Disney plus series. <laughs> Jason, what you working on? Yeah. Can you work Miss Marvel into it? I don't <laughs> well, know. Well, I'll, he I'll had, give- uh, he had turned her sort of into a savage She-Hulk situation. So kind of hot. No, like she was still kind of hot. Yeah, she was she in was a China bang- sort of way. And she was banging <laughs> Thor. 
Just, you know, Thor was down with it. <laughs> Interesting. But uh, at the end of the run of that that uh, particular collection, they had her back to the Jennifer Walters we all know and, and lust. So mm. I think in in an effort to streamline it into the upcoming show, that was a mandate. Um, but yeah, the his that. Sorry, I'm off on a tangent as I do. Um, yeah, the uh, the age of Khonshu, not so good. That was I actually I, you know I'm I think reading, yeah I was reading through it and it's just like ugh. <laughs> it all was just like one panel and all of us like like two pages that he was the most powerful being in the universe. I'm like, what? Oh, and then we see avatars over time. It's like, Jesus Christ, you stole an idea like that from fucking Spawn. And Spawn <laughs> is horrible. <laughs> oh, that's one of his ongoing subplots is the uh Avengers through time. Yeah, yeah. That and the the heroes always find themselves. It's like, yeah, like the, it's not Sharon Carter and John Carter over there and the Hawkeye or Hawk, Hawkeye. <laughs> and, you know what I'm talking about? Hawkman and Hawk Girl always yeah. finding each other across time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that it's yeah, that's and it's been like a couple of pages, like in every collection, and then uh, it's yeah, it's his, his like I said, that run he's doing has had some good spots, but man, you've had to pick and choose. He's got him living in a celestial. I don't know. Because I read the Moon Knight arc and they were living in Wakanda okay. and the no. past and the future. And I just was like, okay, uh, Moon Knight's got the Phoenix Force now. Fantastic. Don't care. And now, we're uh, done. Thank God. <laughs> and now and now Echo, uh, the character that we were introduced to, uh, the deaf character from the Hawkeye miniseries has the Phoenix Force now. Oh, great. <laughs> why not? Because why not? And the star brand uh a, a concept from the ill-fated Ew. new universe from the 80s is in the uh, book and she's a moody teen now or tween and oh nice yeah so it's yeah he's like he just keeps throwing shit at the wall but anyway back to moon night you gotta have an editor to rein that shit in I all right so anybody's working in editorial anymore on so, either so- of the big two yeah, so our point on the story, yeah, no, they're not. They're not. They're just whatever goes up against the wall and doesn't immediately fall off. Print it. <laughs> <laughs> print for uh, trade. Print for trade. Yeah, print for trade. <laughs> Kirby was a genius. Print for trade. <laughs> um, no, uh, so like the show, like the series, is just completely different from all the things you've seen about the character beforehand. Other than there's a guy with a moon on his chest and he's violent, and some of the names are the same. And there's Egypt stuff. And there's Egypt stuff. Not to be confused with butt stuff. There's Egypt stuff. <laughs> I think we're back to Stockholm Central. I'm not sure. Um, well, I saw Lost City over the weekend. Oh, I haven't seen that. Was it any good? Uh, romancing the proposal. Yeah. It's pretty well, okay. Good. That's kind of so the first time I saw a trailer, I was like, Romancing the Stone. Yeah, no, and it's romancing the proposal. So okay. just go with that. I will say that it's it's kind of like the proposal in that all the performances are just like perfect. They're not too much. They're not too little. Whoever okay. directed it and cut it so characters don't go completely off in buffoonery. My favorite one is like, have you ever murdered somebody? The other character goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't like the way you said that, but listen, let me tell you this. You try to murder me, I'll murder you first. <laughs> okay. So uh, see a matinee or wait till it comes out on video. <laughs> okay. You will not be disappointed. All right, fair enough. So or if you go going for a low risk date night with Laura, <laughs> perfect movie. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, this is her birthday week. So, you know, there may be a movie in our future. I don't know. We'll see. Let's go see uh, the proposal. Okay. Um, so since we're talking about Moon Knight and we've alluded to many things, let's talk about the comics, shall we? Is the history lesson for everybody who tells me that's so he doesn't look like Batman. Um, first appearance, Werewolf by Night. 1974 five or six at a time when a werewolf comic could be published by marvel for three years before yeah 50 episodes uh <laughs> fucking horrible <laughs> yeah it's bad it's bad I mean, so the, we both i think in, in in the lead up to the to the show we both read at least the some epic of, collection did you read the whole thing i did read the whole epic collection all three and volumes man, no not all three just one oh, I, I read all three I, that's oh, why I said I was. Yeah, kudos to you, man. <laughs> I'm not looking for praise. I was dying getting through the first one. <laughs> uh, it, it's the same as you alluded to earlier. It's the same problem that we have with the Power Man Iron Fist things. It's the same. There's at least one panel in every every episode, every issue where they discuss the glider cape, and that his suit is jet and silver. Figure in jet and silver. Not yeah. unlike a fist of iron. <laughs> yeah. Here's what kills me. So, so his first appearance, he's the bad guy. He's yep. Mark Spector. Um, and he's given the costume by this shadowy organization known as the committee, who apparently, you know, wants a werewolf for, uh, I don't who know. doesn't. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I only want a werewolf if it looks like Kate Beckinsale. I'm just saying that right now. That's I'm a going good on point. record. I'm going on record. Not a guy named Jack Russell. Holy <laughs> shit. Who turns into what a terrier? I don't, I mean. Uh, that's the thing. This is the guy who, cr who created him was like, I didn't even know. And I was like, how do you not know? Uh, I mean, seriously. Terrier by night. Terrier. <laughs> Little yap dog. Just, just, just. <laughs> terrier by night. <laughs> <laughs> I would read that book. I would <laughs> at least, at least one episode. episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's no Howard the Duck, but <laughs> Terrier by Night's pretty freaking cool. I don't know what they're doing over there in the old bullpen, but holy shit. They got the primo shit. That's all I know. Oh, okay. Terrier by Night. That's good. <laughs> but anyway. That, that here's the thing that first story was written by Doug Minch, Minch, Monch, whatever you say his name, and it's so bad. The dialogue is so oh. bad. He's like trying to write noir, and it doesn't come off as noir because the main character kind of talks like a hippie, <laughs> you know, it's like a noir hippie kind of vibe, mm -hmm. it doesn't gel, <laughs> yeah. And then they've got uh, Moon Knight talks in action movie tough guy cliches. Before there was action movie tough guy cliches. Yeah, I guess Yak, that's true. Bozo, Long Cat. I mean, just all the. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's it actually was so, talks like Archie Bunker, actually. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Meathead. It's it's. 
and what what kills me is like when you read like the editorial because i did read some of those pages mm-hmm. before he got his own series before the backups in the hulk magazine um where they were like oh man this character's just been hanging around the edges everybody loves him we are we're trying to find ways to use him and it's like when you read the terrier by night uh thing in one um spidey team up thing in one thing in one you know marvel the 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 spider-man book yeah um he is just such a cardboard character oh yeah they ridiculous less than one dimensional if at all possible he is about as generic as you so generic that the costume is just jet and silver (laughs) (laughs) but no color is white yeah but uh yeah we don't um, even have to ink this clown (laughs) (laughs) let's do another moon knight book i'm in a rush (laughs) before we go on uh, (laughs) you you mentioned two and one and team up i loved those books when i was a kid for the very reason is you could get and i'm not suggesting that the that you're wrong on the moon knight presentation because you're spot on but you could get like a kick-ass team up i get that and there'd be like it didn't be a one-off story it didn't rely on continuity for the most part occasionally they'd have like a two-issue crossover where they'd you know swap in another guy for uh you know like they were one where it was professor x in one issue and wolverine in the next one so it made sense you know but largely they were standalones and it was just a fun story to pick up and read i mean you know and i'll give you the the concept but you know again how oh the mysterious moon knight and it's just like come on he's got that little dumb prep collar on the hood and the cowl his cape is attached at his wrists it looks more like a thing you'd wear to the met gala not fight crime and yes he is a rich guy he is a rich guy well not the tv show but yes in the (laughs) books he's a rich guy which uh, and then he, they, I think he had the glider cape so that every time they could basically just draw a giant flying squirrel. Because like every appearance has at least one panel where he's got that sort of Jack Kirby arms and legs out to the side, spread eagle sort of a thing. <laughs> you know, and I mean, it's just, it's like a given. And then the whole idea of Frenchie. Okay, great. You have a sidekick who's in a helicopter above, but dude, that man... Nobody notices that fucking helicopter <laughs> with the rope ladder following behind it at all times, dragging through the city, wrapping around AC units and shit. I mean, does he, <laughs> does he reel that in ever? Because it's always hanging down in the it's book. It's always hanging down, and it looks like a giant bug without wings. It's just, it's like, and then they re tinker with it to put the 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 rotor in the back, which I can't imagine. So then it should be flying like this. Oh yeah, like 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 a wounded Sikorsky. I don't. I mean, and I, I my question is: is why does Frenchie always have to wear the stupid pilot's hat with the moon? With the moon on, on it. it. Yes, the yeah. moon. The moon on the hat. Yeah, it's like the chauffeur hat with the moon on it. Yeah, yeah. Poor yeah, that's Frenchie. not degrading. That's not degrading. <laughs> well, that and being called Frenchie. Well, I, apparently that was a, yeah. So they, they made it up to him by making him gay, in love with Mark, and then they cut his legs off. So well, that would nice job, Marvel. Nice. <laughs> a 
at least explain why he stuck around so long. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I, I forget which one of the many inc- was it Hitch that did no Hitch was the artist. It was uh yeah, it was in that run in there somewhere. Uh, yeah, but I yeah. think it was a Stephen Platt run where everybody was just jacked on top of jacked <laughs> on top of jacked, and he wore that big giant moon title belt. <laughs> it basically was right below the delts and right above his nuts. It's like, yeah, fucker can't bend over. What? What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> he didn't. He died because his his organs exploded. <laughs> it wasn't bad, guys. <laughs> Are you an assassin? <laughs> oh, you're a man in a bad suit. <laughs> that ain't gonna go. Unpunished. <laughs> uh, I gotta get a better version of that. But anyway. Um, yeah. Oh, so, the Defenders I, story was just oh that yeah, was I did, painful. I that almost was, stopped. And I liked the Defenders, but, but that oh was my God. bad. Oh and everybody had to have a beer or a schlitz. It's like yeah. really everybody's stopping for a schlitz. What kind of lowbrow universe is this? <laughs> it was the 70s, man. So um, yeah. <laughs> glad they weren't, you know, in hemp costumes. <laughs> I was going to say, not wearing headbands, but Luke Cage. And <laughs> <laughs> guard the screamer. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was like, oh, uh, let's have almost, a beer. Let's have a beer. And that book was just so uh, awful. Almost did me in. That was the one where I was almost said, I can't, I, I can't do this. Okay, and Mooney. Let's ha- and then the guy, yeah, uh, my favorite one is the bad guy in that Defenders arc. I'm 52 years old, which is said like three times in there. And it's just kind of like, uh, what's the big deal about that? <laughs> uh, don't trust any, anyone over 20, man. Yeah. So that what qualifies you to be like the most long-winded soliloquy in the history of comics. Oh. I mean, he had like four pages of just rambles. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was because it was, it was Fury's brother, wasn't it? That's right. Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Fury, another misbegotten character but anyway uh yeah and then so then they moved on moved on to the the next one which had like like, i think first collection went through like issue six of the ongoing series and and yes when you're reading it you actually see the seeds of multiple personalities as again everyone's favorite stockholm syndromist (laughs) uh And here's what I learned in the first couple of books and the uh, the magazine specials, because they're all written by Munch, Munch, Munch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only difference, the only way you can tell which character it is, is by how they talk to Marlene. <laughs> well, this, yeah, they usually introduce themselves as they walk into the house or do, come or, in from the or, bottom of the pool. Swim in through the pool. Hey, baby. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, that's got to feel good because that cape that might weigh 10, 15 pounds dry. <laughs> like, how does he get out of the pool? It's a good thing the moon gives him strength. Otherwise, that fucker's drowning. <laughs> cape weighs 100 well, I mean, pounds wet. Well, and, then, and then Frenchie's coming in low so he can dive off the rope ladder. But into the pool. Into the pool. And then through the like, fog. Through the artificial <laughs> fog. <laughs> and then he's got to like, Fringy's got to bank that son of a bitch over the mountain and not get that wrapped around the front of the crest or something. I don't know. <laughs> Whichever one's on front of the house that day. So all I, <laughs> it's like those license plates in a James Bond movie. But the, <laughs> the butler pushes a button and the crest flips. Will you be going out tonight, Mr. Grant? Hey, I got to go pick up a fare. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> Mr. Lockley. <Zoink. laughs> 
<laughs> We're making this character better. You know that, right? Oh, a hundred times better. But you want to talk about careless with a secret identity? <laughs> Identities. Identities. I mean, I'm like reading the second or third issue of the regular series, and it's like, wait, I don't remember him having Gina Crowley and Gina's kids over to the house to say, <laughs> not hey. only am I Jake Lockley, I'm Stephen Grant, Mark Spector, and the Moon Knight. Would you like to be my Scooby gang? <laughs> No, man. Right, come on. What black woman's going to put her kids in that kind of danger? Some rich white dude sending them out to like, you know, <laughs> forge for, for crime him. details. Yeah. I'd rather have them running with gangs. Please, <laughs> <laughs> they'd be, be close. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then there was, I saw that someone suggested that the, uh, the uh, Gold statue is probably. Pro- yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yes, it was one of those. I saw it as one of those movie web kind yeah, of fans are missing the big, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> and you're just kind of like, I would love to work for that because there's no accountability. I can just print. I mean, that and we got this covered. You know, <laughs> let's see. Johnny Depp kicked off Pirates of the Caribbean six. You know. Yes, that yes, the gold statue will be Crowley. That I I've read that one too, and you're like, okay, cool. He's a street performer. I can dig it. Why not? That doesn't hurt my feelings at all. Actually, he wears a lucha mask and wanders around the city in a white suit. Sure, why not? <laughs> oh, El Santo, no, Mister Knight, <laughs> Senor Noche, Senor Noche. <laughs> so what? Hold on, hold on. Let's let's make Senor Noche, please. Can we do that? Senor Noche? See. Si. Debuted in Terrier at Night. Exactly. Where Jack Russell turns into a dog. He sits on the lap of Mr. Noche. Senor Noche. Senor Noche. Seriously. <laughs> And, and Marlene Noche. is like a chain, like Slave Leia, you know, at his feet. <laughs> well, yes, of course. Ah, yes, I see you looking at my woman. Uh, Marlene. And Frenchie is like comic relief, like content floss. So here's some kid going, what do they think of Moon Knight? What are they talking about Senior Nutje for? What the fuck is that? What is Terrier by Night? <laughs> <sighs> I see you have hired me to be Senior Nutje. No, we, we, we hired you to, to kidnap. <laughs> no, we're going to get her and the little dog too. <laughs> My nombre is Esteban Grant. Esteban Grant. <laughs> si. O Marcus Spector. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Jacques Lockley. Jake Lockley. Jake Lockley. <laughs> and this is my friend. Dance for me, amigo. I surrender. I surrender. I give up. <laughs> he comes out in a little mime costume, but still wearing the pilot hat with the moon on it. Oh, no, my amigo, he is trapped in a box, no? No. 
Oh no, the wind is blowing him. Look at him go. Oh no, there are many. <laughs> you lose your hat. <laughs> <laughs> Lucha libre midgets. <laughs> andale, andale. <With> machine guns. Because <laughs> it's just the worst Taco Bell commercial ever. <laughs> I, that was actually in one of those those uh, uh, El Santo Blue Demon movies. They had lucha midgets with machine guns. So okay. I mean, you know, I dig I, that because Senor Noche. Uh huh. Say hello to my little friends. <laughs> Recoils blowing them across the room. It's like ping pong, just bouncing everywhere. <laughs> the bullets and bodies are flying. <laughs> He stands there in the middle unscathed, petting Terrier by night. <laughs> it is good to be Señor Noche. <laughs> to be Señor Noche. Uh, si, sí, Señor. Ah, oh, si, sí, me gusta. <laughs> <laughs> doing the dictator from the in-laws at the same time. What's that? What's that, amigo? Oh, you think they should die? Okay. I I am the avatar of Quetzalcoatl. <laughs> the feathered god of the night. <laughs> Puts on a boa, becomes Jesse Bodley. That would be fun. He's played by Jesse the Body with the big feather silvery boa. <laughs> oh... Say hello to my little amigos. <laughs> hey, he's my arch enemy. His name is Bushmaster. Bushmaster. He's the master of the bush. <laughs> <laughs> he has a very successful uh, landscaping company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be in so much oh, trouble here. <laughs> so, okay. We're going there. We're, we're already no, there. We're already there. So Bushmaster comes out wearing the plaid flannel with the top button and, a, <laughs> and his face tattooed with the skull thing. It works with a little with a little tear with a little tear coming down. It's for for what he killed. Uh, it's for all the homies. It's for, it's for all the men I killed before. <laughs> Marco Spector. Marco Spector. No me gusta. The big metal teeth. Oh, I love it. No big gold teeth. What am I thinking? <laughs> Cholo, his big Cholo enemy. <laughs> At which point you get into a fight with like all these just, just you know, little guys in wife beater shirts running around with rakes and stuff. Senor Noche and his little army band of midgets. Shirt <laughs> is too tight, I can't button it. Uh-huh. Yo, Boost Master, shall we take him out? There we go, man. <laughs> hey, man, let's go. Michael Pena could play him in the movie. <laughs> yo, check it out, yo. <laughs> this one time, Mr. Knight, Senior Noche, and Bushmaster, man, they were cutting this grass in this old lady's house. <laughs> oh, it could be bad. Okay, I'm, I'm <laughs> down for Senior Noche. I'm just gonna say for Senior Noche, Terrier at night. Uh, oh you know, the it's... statue was actually something by the pool. <laughs> you know, Senior Noche, man, he fell in the pool, he took he drowned, and then he like comes out, he puts this towel around his head, man, and he like, look at me, man, I'm Senior Noche, I'll kick your ass. 
instead of the yeah, instead of the moon chopper it's just this silver and jet <laughs> low rider <laughs> frenchy driving in the mime suit with the hat <laughs> one wheel up one wheel up <laughs> And Marlena is just some big old booty <laughs> demon chick. Um, I think we're, we may be on to something here. Oh my god, yes. Call Lowrider, see if they'll publish it. I'll bet they would. Oh, speaking, speaking of calling, hey, let's call Connor. Now. <laughs> Hang on. Let's see if I can do this. I'm stuck with $3,000 worth of cat toys. Whoops. That's still playing. I dropped this Steve Martin jock because somebody was talking about going somewhere and these kids from the International House of Prayer were out in the street talking mm-hmm. and trying to witness and say, I said, here's what you do, Jack. You just say, hey, I'm off to do some charity work. And when they say, oh, yeah, what is it? Say, I help unwed mothers get their, get their start starts. and just keep walking. <laughs> All right, let's see if this works. But now we're doing AM radio. Running radio. Yeah. Hello. What's up, boy? Nothing much. Uh, you're on. Want to take another stab Toast. at that Batman <laughs> review? What? <laughs> you're on live with Slurp Toast. We're here for our boob count. Oh, that's not going well, fellas. <laughs> well, we gave you lots of good advice. What aren't you doing? Well, um, <laughs> huh. I wasn't expecting this just now. We know. Where do I begin? Oh. <laughs> I was yeah, I was talking to a goth girl. Um, she doesn't say she's goth. She just says she's existing, and she doesn't know what her sexuality is. So she told me that she can't go out with me. So there's really? that. So there's... What? See, the, yeah. the response. The response is clear. I mean, you're, you're one of the options. The answer that, is zero. That... Yeah. No, the answer is, well... Let's say we just yes, try and figure that out. I can, yeah. you know, I'll either help you make a decision or, you know, mark something off the list. That's right. <laughs> well, that sounds a little weird. Like, also, oh, here's, I have a dick count. Uh, I don't think we want that. Oh, here's this out. Here's how, Dad. I didn't tell you this yet. There was a Bay Them, which I believe they're a guy who um, I support Bay Them, by the way. I'm just saying that I thought they were a guy that looked like a guy. So the point is that asked if I was. That if I was gay, and I was like, "What?" So there's that. This, this guy asked if I was gay. So I have a man that has after me now. That's the first Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very interesting. It really boosted my ego. Okay. Yeah, that'll that'll happen. Yeah. I never <laughs> Yo, dude, are you gay? Well, what? <laughs> well, oh, is it somewhere special for that? I don't. <laughs> oh my god. That's the right, son. All we right. are willing to learn. <laughs> I really hope nobody from the school ever finds out what I, that I'm on this podcast, except for the fact that I promote it sometimes. <laughs> so that's probably my own wrongdoing. Well, there's that. my homeboy listened to it. Well, we just we just wanted to call in and give you your segment and surprise you. That's cool. This is gonna be funny. I'm gonna get random calls every now and then. Yeah, pretty much. Boom count, and I'll say zero, and then I'll hang up. <laughs> That's the that's most fair. likely answer. That's fair. That's, that's <laughs> sad, but fair. Um, it just be one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Easy there, Fred. <laughs> It'd be like that. All right. <laughs> you had to be. Can I shout out something? Oh, sure. Sure. 
since we, so we my plug plug away son sorry. okay so my 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 band is performing this thursday at uc dallas at the twins um i don't know if this will be up by thursday but you can still follow us on instagram at daddy issues the band um yeah okay and, and your father looks so proud of that name <laughs> You, you, I can't yeah. see it, so I wouldn't know. But yeah, uh, I actually knew the band had that name, and I actually thought it was kind of clever. No, that's no problem there. Um, let's see what else were we going to. You know, ask? you put that on a marquee, people are going to expect strippers. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. Lots of glitter uh, and hair metal. Glam rock. Glam yeah. rock. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I love my glam rock. You, you do. Thanks to Peacemaker. So. That's right. That's oh man! Shout out, hot take. That's a hot take. I like Peacemaker. Jesus, that does sound like something terrible near my phone. What is going on? Uh, Oh, we've been reviewing Moon Knight. Yeah, at length. Oh, yeah. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that at all. I haven't watched it. Why not? Were you just gonna go nerd mode on me again, like you did last time? I was like, uh, okay. Oh, it's pretty much what we've been doing for like the last 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Oh, we've gotten way past nerd. nerd. Way past nerd. Thank I you. I hear about Morbius. Have you heard about Morbius? <laughs> they, yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna see. Like that. nobody wants to see it. It has terrible reviews. It's pretty funny. Yeah, but your hero Jared Leto's in it, so you're gonna go see it. I know. You okay, are. just because I didn't think a joke was terrible doesn't mean he's my hero. But you like his, <laughs> but you like his music too. I like Jared has music. Everybody like. And and you know what I have to say about that? That makes me a little bit ill. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Steve, you need to calm him down with that stuff, man. He goes yeah. off the rails. Oh, he's in another state. I, I can't do anything about it. <laughs> well, I can I can. No. So see, you should be very you suck. should be very polite and very nice because earlier in the podcast we discussed maybe having you on sometimes during the summer while you're home. So be nice. Oh, okay, I'll be nice then. There you're you right. go. I think your your little um, sounds a very funny. Father. There you go. Thank you. We are kind of helping make it better. We're doing a kind of a <laughs> Zoom morning show today for some reason. We don't know why. But you're also now our first caller, calling guest. So <gasps> that's so cool. Yeah. Since I figured, you figured out, out is that why you decided to call me? Yeah, pretty much. Since I knew I could plug that's my phone cool. in to the board, we called you. That is pretty awesome. What a high honor, honestly. You should, well, that and we wanted an update on the boob count. Well, that may have been more important. but yeah. Well, let me think real quick. Oh, wait. No, the girl was before I, before I was on last, before the last boob count. Okay. The other girl was when I was before I was even on. So um, okay. so that's that's a negative boob count, Ben. Now, do you want my lifetime boob count? No, no. No, just since you took our advice. Yes, okay. but only okay. on the episode when your mother is listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. We'll give you that one. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, good talking to you, son. Enjoy your evening. Get some rest. And yes, uh, I love you, Dad. Later, buddy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, that's funny. He does. He does take it well. That's he the does. best part. He does. It's like senior frog, kind of in a way. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you went deep. You went oh, that's a deep archives. cut. Deep that's cut, a, deep cut. A very deep cut. All right. Hey, what's on your desk? What's on my desk? Oh, you know what? I was just fiddling with it. Um, this oh, Lego nice. robot. Yes. He kind of looks like a Shogun warrior. He kind of does. 
except around the face and the eyes, in which case he looks just like, uh, uh, I don't short know. circuit. That's thank you. That's where I was going. <laughs> I couldn't remember it. alive. Hey, <laughs> but I mean, it's actually kind of fun. You kind of pose you, it. Did you make that yourself or is that a kid? No, I was a kid. I was at uh, target getting, um, like allergy medicine and I was like, Oh, that's kind of fun. I should get that. That's cool. Cool. It's like only 10 bucks. All right, cool. And I also saw, I was going to take a picture and send it to you, but they had the giant McFarlane and by giant, I'm, I've got my hands like a foot <laughs> off the table, uh, Sigor or uh, not Sigor or Gorilla Grodd. Do you already have that? The, the giant one? <laughs> um, I have one. I think the, I have one of the McFarlane ones to say, hello. Talk amongst yourselves. There we go. There we go. Yeah, no, it's like the giant. Oh, no, it was the uh, McFarlane universe. Very nice. Did you get one? the box I sent you? Yes, I did, actually. It's Thank just you. not on my desk. Okay, good. Uh, so, yeah, um, cool. We'll have to go look for that. No, but that one guy, it, no, it was just this huge. I think it's a gorilla. I mean, the McFarlane, whoever at DC decided to let McFarlane do toys, I think I actually did it right. And just said, amuse yourself, Todd. Yeah. No, no editorial control here, man. Yeah, we've discussed that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, those are some wicked, wicked, wicked cool, uh, here's, cool here's toys. Here's my contribution to what's on your desk this week. Ooh. And he also has, I discovered earlier, a samurai sword that comes out of his nice. holster. Yeah. And where is that from? Um, it is one of those uh, Papo figures. You know, they make all the kind of like war gamey looking little figures. That's I, bought cool. I bought them on Amazon, but there's like a, it's all kind of like war animals. But, you know, he's got a cybernetic arm, whatever the hell this thing is. Cleaver of Doom. <clears throat> I probably in a comic book would light up like a uh, like a life field eye. <laughs> and for some reason, he's also got. I don't know if you can see it. Pouches. The, infin the infinity shoulder pad. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> see all the diamonds or the stones. So whenever he does the slaps his chest like the big monkey, half the world dies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the slap instead of the snap. I'm on a roll tonight. You are, man. But I will say that they kind of set up the whole idea of multiple personalities once you get into the regular run. Yeah, and that's when they sort of actually kind of got a handle on the character. By the way, we're back on Moon Knight in case you weren't following. Um, that right. was that was sort of when Sinkevich sort of started finding himself as an artist as well instead of aping uh, Aparo and... Uh, Eli Adams. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, and it, it's interesting to see which ones he, you know, because you've heard me bitch about inkers, like, yeah. hey, it's Al Milgram destroying all everybody's artwork. <clears throat> but like some of those Hulk backup stories, he's inked by Bob McLeod, so everything's real clean, you know, because he used to draw the very, very clean, very, very pristine, you know, Iron Man comics. Oh, precise. Okay. I like those Hulk magazine backstories. I, I kind of those were good, I and I that. think they were very I grounded. Think, 
They were very, very grounded. Except for the one where the Hulk smacked him across London or across wherever he was. That one. That one was just kind of silly. It was just like, oh, I got ten pages. What do you got? Uh, crossover. Crossover. <laughs> Nighttime crossover. <laughs> but no, the uh, the one with his brother as the hatchet killer. That was a yeah. good one. Yeah, that one's good. Um, but I think that also sort of uh, kind of sets up what you see in Moon Knight regular with the uh, the the Skid Row slasher, which I, I thought was pretty much like the same story. We just it was you know. it was. <clears throat> but uh, that is one thing I noticed. They he doesn't have a rogues gallery that makes it out very often. They usually end up dead. <laughs> That's right. It's the last panel. He's yeah. you know stabbed on a tree, he's blown up or something. Yes. Yeah. Hard to establish a rogues gallery when they all die. <laughs> but uh, but it was interesting to watch him because you know they talk about how everybody wanted to use this character and it's like yeah but nobody used it well um, until it basically circled back around to its creator and all of a sudden he kind of. Yeah, obviously it's been 10 years between when he created the character and he started writing those Hulk backups. So yeah. he'd gotten a lot better. The writing wasn't nearly as awful. Not everybody was looking to have a Schlitz, you know, hey, we just solved the big crime and Randall's <laughs> dead on a tree. Let's have a Schlitz. <laughs> you know. <sighs> I I and this is something, you know, really related to this and to the other books we've talked about before. I it just how stilted the writing was it like in the early 70s and how i mean that shit was unreadable it was <laughs> it was i've i've tried and it and you have as well and it's just some of that stuff is just terrible and just how so, much it improved over the course of like five or six years i mean it's crazy that yeah yeah and it improved as an industry yeah because yeah that stuff was so stilted and so dialogue heavy you know, I mean, it'd be great to have been a comic book artist because you just draw a face and then they're going to fill the rest of it with <laughs> words. Maybe even the top of the character's head. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the the scripting never really synced up with the um, with the panels. I mean, the pan, I, you know, some of them would have like a panel cut to what was going on at another part of the city, like right in the middle, like panel one, fighting in the trees, panel two, Avengers Mansion panel three fighting in the trees <laughs> and you're just kind of like wait a minute what i got the dialogue into did did nobody check this no they didn't they were all smoking that super uh super weed in the mighty marvel bullpen uh, yeah all right i need some characters built around racial stereotypes what do you got Luke cage black dude power man yeah like it <laughs> i got a martial arts guy except he's white Whoa! <laughs> I'm freaking out, dude. Mind blown, mind blown. <laughs> I got a voodoo cat. <laughs> no, he's Check really a cat. <laughs> no, you're fired. How about this? Brother voodoo, and he's black. Whoa, Whoa. now we're getting somewhere. Now we are getting somewhere. This is the house of ideas, man. House of ideas. See if you can't work that into that Luke Cage book. Okay, next. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? yes he's like batman but he wears all white mm, interesting interesting so no coloring no save on ink i like it run with it <laughs> then 20 years later okay 
he's also like a massive schizophrenic and he's this and that. <laughs> love it go and he's got power armor and a big weightlifter belt and yeah and his pilot's gay and in love with him and we're still yeah. not going to address marlene's stockholm syndrome not at all other than she's gone from the new books i mean she's just gone all of them are gone no gina no yeah they just gina and the boys just they were gone Crowley's gone. One of the boys came back because he got into something and got hurt, and she blamed Moon Knight. Okay. It was in one of those collections. Hmm. Yeah. Does uh, one of those collections do Fist of Conchu? No, they've they've left that one out. What? Yeah, that one and the one after it. Mark Spector, Specter. agent of Conchu, Moon Knight. I whatever that one was. No, he was. Hey, it was... Are we lunatics or moon marks? <laughs> <laughs> I like lunatics. <laughs> hashtag that, would you? I will. <laughs> and then, in an ode to uh, romancing the proposal, the woman that they hired to do her social media tags, hashtags, and tags uh, Sean Mendez and everything. <laughs> Someone I knew used to tag Sean Bean and everything. <clears throat> Oh, yes, yes, That yes. was you. Oh, that's that right. Was me. That was right. Don't kill Sean V. Don't kill Sean V. <laughs> so, cautiously optimistic as we move forward with Moon Knight. Through yeah, the other I think so. Five episodes, and we'll see what, what... I think by jettisoning all the continuity, you kind of basically take away everybody's... Ex- you know, like, Hawkeye was enjoyable because there was... <clears throat> no expectation that it would be any good therefore <laughs> you just liked what you got and what you got was very entertaining yeah it was as entertaining as a hawkeye show could be yes and so maybe that's what we should hope for with moon Knight. um <clears throat> but i i am curious to see how it plays out and if they ever get around to explaining you know the whole fist of conchu sort of thing and and also i'm i'm waiting for a funko pop of conchu with the bird head uh, and yeah. ideally we haven't talked I, about that yet ideally ideally they do that and uh you basically it'll cost you some dollars but you know they're going to do a mr knight in the suit oh yeah and i'm hoping that they do a conchu with the bird head and i'm swapping heads i am putting that bird head <laughs> on the suit <laughs> Because it did show up in some of the, the crazy it issues. It did. <laughs> I, I, uh, I would like to get a Mr. Knight. I would be down from Birdhead Conchu. Uh, <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, and that has been rendered pretty creepily accurately as well so far through episode one. Yes, it has. Yes, it that has. One scene when he's on the bus and he looks over and he's on the side of the walk. And then, and then he's, he's gone. Not. Yeah. I was like, oh, Very okay. well cut. Nice yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looking for contact lens. <laughs> I mean, so, sooner they get rid of that accent, the better we're all going to be for it. That's right. He'll come out of it uh, yeah. a rich man. That would be fun. End the series with him as Stephen Grant, living in apparently a a a Long Island estate, not that far from downtown Manhattan. At least a quick helicopter <laughs> jaunt. Yeah, well, you know, Frenchie's in his in his burner phone. <coughs> if we're gonna bring it all back together, 
Yes. I, the big thing was like, you know, he has a microphone in his cowl. It's oh, like, yes. yeah. My yeah, microphone cowl that... working. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If it's not just. Yeah. yeah. Bluetooth is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The technology things sometimes in those old books too, is just. Oh. Especially yeah, the communication devices. And then, you know, Oh, look, Dick Tracy's talking to his watch. And then I've got my wife's Apple watch right here. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Uh, oh man. All right. What all else? right. We did a good. I don't know. I think that's 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 a, that's a solid episode. That's a solid episode. We 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 talked and dogged on our favorite. My favorite. One of my Moon Knight and Micronauts are the reason I started reading comic books. How did you get to Moon? Okay, that's that's a good way to wrap this up. Let's talk about how you <laughs> got to Moon Knight as a young man. Let's talk about that because I want to I want to know how that happened. Okay, so I had a buddy. Um, who was big into comics and okay. he and his brother, uh, his brother, I think they, his brother actually managed to put together a complete run of X-Men, uh, which is not bad for, you know, uh, kids in the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, for sure. Um, had them all one up. I mean, he, wow. he this is when we lived in Denver, we could go to mile high comics. I, used to have a mint copy of terrier by night <laughs> i i actually used to have the all of those moon night uh early appearances and you know i didn't remember them being so terrible and hard to read uh until the epic collection but anyway so no so so my buddy was big into uh x-men and teen titans Right. You know, I remember him going into a 7-Eleven and him stumbling across that first episode episode issue of Teen Titans by George Perez and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And him, you know, buying that and treating it like gold, uh, which, of course, turned out to be. So way to go, Danny. Uh, <laughs> That's not Dan. Yeah. But he was uh, he was big into the, the, the comic books and he was like, oh, man, you got to check this one out. And it was Moon Knight number one. And I mean... Now, while I can brag about having Moon Knight number one, and somebody gave me another copy of it. It's not in great shape, but I got it here somewhere. Um, but I do have Moon Knight number one. Uh, I also had Rom Space Knight number one. So I think I have that one. <laughs> I, I believe that was the beginning of speculation days. <laughs> I remember really thinking that toy was cool, even though I never had it. So the comic books was as close as I ever got. It was a giant light-up Ken doll. It did look cool, <laughs> but like the, the the legs bent like a Barbie, and the yeah, arms. Yeah, it wasn't was articulated well, but it had like multiple weapons that you could make go woo. So exactly, yeah. exactly. And I still have my Baron Karza somewhere around here. I have, which I, think, I have my Mego Batman and Catwoman upstairs. My mother brought them to me. I also have uh, my Mego Green Arrow and Thor, which were nice. Uh, yeah. Those aren't going anywhere. So anyway, no. sorry, back to you. Oh, no, not at all. But so uh, he's the one who goes, oh, you got to check it out. That's so cool. This guy dies. He comes back as the moon's god of vengeance. And I think he like gave me issue two or three. And I was like, oh, man, this is cool. And I went back and that's how I got hooked. Really liked the character. Went back, found his first appearance when I could buy, you know, a near mint copy of, you know, Terrier by Night for, you know, 10 bucks. Right. Which big money then, nothing compared to what I could sell for it now. Especially um, this week. Yeah, especially this week. Oh my God. Sell all my Moon Knight stuff. Buy back in five weeks. Um, 
but yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, uh, that's how I got into it is, is it was Danny Floyd who, who I think turned me on to it. And I've been a big Moonlight fan ever since I, I had the whole Sienkiewicz run. I tried to do, uh, the fist of Conchu, but I couldn't get past the gold. Arc. It's like, <laughs> I remember when Silver they canceled that, when they canceled that book, I don't know if you'll remember the story for some reason, it just popped into my head. You're, you, t- you told me they canceled that book. I think it was when you were in co- you were already going to college. Your dad got something at the house to uh, pick a title to replace it for your subscription, and he picked West Coast Avengers for. And you were like, "Why?" And he's like, "I don't know." And, but you started getting West Coast Avengers after they canceled Moon Knight. And then he shows up in West Coast Avengers. Yeah, exactly. So it was meant to be. It was meant to be. But yeah, yeah. Screwed Tigra. Nice job, Mark. I don't know. Furry. Furry. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, he dresses up like the moon's god of vengeance. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not going to go well. Everybody's got a kink. And that's the whole thing. And Ben, I mean, back in the, the early 80s, Marlene was just, they, they was just, the sex wasn't implied. Oh, okay? no. It was I not, mean, it was not a mainstream implied. Marvel book. That was, yeah. Uh, that she's getting out of the bathtub. He is like running through an apartment full of hookers. I mean, <laughs> it just was. It, it, it and was Frenchie was own. hovering above it all. And Frenchie was hovering above it all. I mean, even when he worked on the chopper, they drew him with that dumb hat. <laughs> he didn't even turn it around backwards when he was working. At least he could have, because the brim's going to get in the way when you're exactly. like doing aeronautical work. He's covered in grime head to toe, except for his little pencil must. I mean, it's just so uh, stereotypical. I mean, you know, the French guy has a little tiny pencil mustache like uh, David Niven. Oh, I was going to say like content floss, but anyway. Or like content floss. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Be like that scene in, there we go. David Niven, content floss around the world in 80 days. <laughs> and that's it, folks. We're done here. Yeah, we can't top that. <laughs> We're done. This has been episode 41 of Slurp Toast, the podcast. The Moon Knight episode. The Moon Knight episode. <laughs> Tag the shit out of that. Oh, I'm going to. I All want right. people tuning in and then going, how did they get to David Niven? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, folks. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Take care. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye.